Welcome to the SAP HCM Insights Podcast. I'm Steve Bogner, the Managing Partner at Insight Consulting Partners, here with a great team of, uh, of uh, colleagues, the, the best team that showed up today, so thanks everyone. Uh, we have Amy Grubb, hey Amy, and uh, Sven hey. Ringling and Becky Murray, our regulars. Hi guys. Hello. Joining us from SAP, we have Paul Meredith and Todd Acevedo, who are who are experts on time management from SAP, so responsible for the time management solutions. Um, we're going to talk about uh, the new time management solutions uh, coming from SAP. Um, before we get to that, just want to remind everyone, you know, if you're listening to this podcast on the website and you want it anywhere else, you can get it anywhere else, like on Apple or Spotify or I think everywhere. Um, the home home base for the podcast is at insightscp.com slash insights. So that's the source. If you want to go to the source and you can see um, all of the podcasts there and bios and backgrounds and whatnot. And any links that uh, show notes that we have, I'll put them out there too. So um, that's where we're at. So we wanted this podcast to focus on on time management because it's a it's a really it's a very Quickly developing area of the SAP Success Factors platform. Um, you know, I know I'm I'm a I'm a payroll guy. I live in that environment, and I know customers are always asking me about time management and time and payroll integrated together, and you know how that changing. Um, we've already seen a, a tremendous amount of functionality added to the existing EC timesheet and time off, which is great. Um, but there's additional things coming out and. Uh, Paul and Todd, that's why we wanted to get you guys involved. And so I think, you know, let's just have a conversation on that and, and see where it's going. Um, I guess, Todd, I'll, I'll kick it off to you first. And, you know, I think we want to talk about, you know, what's on the roadmap, what are things looking like, and then maybe we'll get into some detailed questions. I'll, I'll tell you what, um, I think before we go into individual, you know, pieces of functionality on the roadmap, I think it, I, I want to make sure everybody is aware that um, that we have a new commercialization for SAP time tracking. Um, and, and I'm not sure everybody is, so uh, mm -hmm. I think we should we should probably start there. Um, yeah. And it, you know, at the end of this year, we're really not adding any more innovation functionality to the time tracking capability within specifically timesheet capability and time worked capability within Employee Central. So um, all of that functionality is going into a separate SKU, um, and that SKU will be focused on really more complex uh, time worked capability around getting people paid. Uh, and, and, by, and by SKU, you mean product, right? That's correct, sorry. Um, yeah, it's uh, okay, I just want, not everyone is familiar with what we use in the industry for that. Yeah, yeah thanks, Steve. Um, yeah, I, and I'm very, so close to it all day long that the, I think everybody yeah. should know what SKU means, right? Um, so, you know, this is really a focus for us um, based on what our customers have asked for. They, they said, they wanted very uh, deep functionality um, with a focus on moving that on-prem community, uh, the on-prem HCM community using SAP's um, legacy on-prem system, moving that into the cloud. So uh, when we looked at the functionality that we needed to build to create that and how many of those folks were taking advantage of the current timesheet functionality within Employee Central, we realized the size of investment we had to make um, was, was it's a big investment, frankly, um, and we didn't want to have to leverage that investment against those folks that are using Employee Central um, that maybe weren't using the time off capability, 
right? Because there's other time systems out there. Um, there's other ways to solve for that. Not all industries need that level of complexity or that depth of functionality. So um, as opposed to, you know, we looked at, we saw about 50% of the folks that are interested in time capability. And to make that investment, we would have either had to raise the price of Employee Central um, because that's where it was embedded within or uh, break this off into its own product um, and then really focus on, on that functionality that helps those customers, um, both the net new customers that are, that are coming into Employee Central for the first time um, and the on-premise customers transfer their uh, capability over from the on-prem uh, time capabilities into the cloud. So I think from a strategic perspective, uh, it's important to understand why we did what we did because um, you know for the last several years uh, with EC, we've been talking about the time capabilities built into EC and what we were gonna do. Um, and with the level of effort that's required based on customer demand, uh, we really had to make this change. And a little bit painful for us because we understand um, some customers may have been looking for uh, that to be as an embedded application I think overall they'll be better served with the type of uh, investment we're now able to make under the new mm -hmm. uh, the product capability or the product set alone standalone product. That standalone product is is still uh, has the prerequisite of Employee Central. So it's not when I say standalone, it's outside of Employee Central from a code line perspective, but you still need Employee Central to be able to to access that functionality. And, and if just I can a question on, if I may just skip in on that, uh, does this mean um, you need a subscription of Employee Central, or does it just mean you need to set up some basics in Employee Central, like it's with onboarding, like you, you have Employee Central data model, but you don't need to subscribe to Employee Central to use it? Is that how's that with the time checking? Paul, yeah, no, you do need the, the subscription for Employee okay. Central. You need you need to be able to get the employee data out of Employee Central for the time time tracking solution. Yeah. Okay. And just and if I may, may I just uh, piggyback onto what what Todd said, which was a which sure. is a great introduction on that. It's just that, again, this we we came to this look, listening to customers a lot, and what we were finding out was that we had a kind of a white space here, where we had what we have in, in Employee Central currently, and we have our solution extension partners, right, for the more complex time scenarios, and maybe we can touch on that a little bit later, but. Um, there was a middle ground that was missing and a large middle ground where customers are saying that we just need a bit more than what we have in Employee Central, but we don't need the full-blown workforce management um, suite of, you know, of a uh, workforce software or a Kronos because they, that's, that's too much for them. They don't need all that functionality. They wanted the middle ground, and that's where we're trying to go. You know, we're trying to, to um, please the customers that need that middle ground thing, and that's where we see a big market for our time tracking solution. So what's time tracking going to do, Paul? What are what are some of the features and functions? Okay. Um, well, okay. Time tracking is essentially a an enhanced um, timesheet. So really, what we're doing is taking timesheet, um, the functionality, everything that exists currently with Employee Central. Um, so all of that kind of functionality that you that customers are already used to and already using will be available in time tracking. Now I have to say that time the timesheet will stay for for uh, for, for at least for now within Employee Central, but we will not be enhancing the the new stuff. Will not be added to Employee Central. It will be in the time tracking solution. So then on top of that, we'll be having a lot of things like. Um, clock terminal integration, which is going to be very big for a lot of customers. So, again, mm -hmm. 
looking at the thing where they, they where it's the sort of what we call the low to medium complexity blue collar solutions right so it's it's not major scheduling stuff but it's where you just need sort of your hourly paid your blue collar workers to be able to clock in and clock out it's not a lot of um, complexity with that um, we need to be able to support that so that's a big thing that's coming but the integration into clock terminals sort of um, very much agnostic so any, any clock terminal is the idea um, mm -hmm. also coming down the line where again we're getting into a little bit into roadmap but also um, mobile clock in clock out things like that that are going to really help a lot of people um we're going to have um a lot of things a lot of ui improvements that are coming in fact that's already going to be coming um with the current release and then also in may um we've got a multiple time off in lieu accounts um absences and attendances across midnight so a lot of things that customers have been asking for for a while um that we had on the roadmap for a while but now we just want to make sure we have them in the new solution and again going back to what todd was saying Really, it's we didn't think it was fair to ask um, approximately about 50% of our EC customers use time. Um, mm -hmm. Therefore, we didn't really want to increase the price for those customers that just aren't going to use it and don't need it. Um, let's just, you know, you pay for what you use. Um, so let's have the solution. Right. We, we, we have to sort of uh, recoup the investment somewhere. Obviously, this is business. So at that point, so we thought, well, let's just make it so we have the people that really need this solution. They're the ones that will pay um, a little extra for this, for the new solution on top of Employee Central. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then the the goal then is that people who are using the existing on-prem time evaluation module, this should be uh, not not a like for like, but it should be an appropriate sort of move for most of those people, right? Is that the intention? That is the intention, yes. And again, with yeah. Scott, uh, Todd, and I we can talk a little bit about that in terms of um, our plan. You know, in terms of um, a strategy to get our customers, you know, moving to the cloud. Um, and it's a really complex uh, topic, right? If we get into the whole thing of cats and everything else, so that that's that's very complex. Um, cats, I always think of as like a, you know blind people in a room with an elephant, right? Cats mean so many things to so many people, depending on what yeah. your needs are, what you use. Nobody uses everything in cats anyway. Mm -hmm. um, we're coming at it from an HR point of view. Really, what this is about is, is getting people paid accurately and on time. Uh, that That is what um, we want to do with this solution. Um, mm -hmm. We're looking to be able to provide more and more functionality that's going to encourage on-premise customers to say, okay, now I can make that jump. Now I can I feel comfortable. Now I feel confident to make that move to the cloud because it has what they need. And every customer you look at it will say what they need. And they just want, when they say they want cats for cats parity in the cloud, what they mean is I want what I have in on-premise in the cloud. So cats parity is kind of a little bit of a strange way to talk about it because cats is such a huge beast. But we're, we're looking at, it at the HR point of view and again, getting people paid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So are there um, then large components of cats that aren't in the new product in the cloud? Does it mean, did you guys pick and choose um, well, on what to focus on then? Well, I think yes. Essentially, with um, right now with the the first that we're currently, what we do for uh, one example, um, you mm -hmm. can book time to cost centers currently uh, with the current employee central timesheet. On the roadmap is also booking time against projects, right? So the, we'll be getting there slowly but surely to get things that that Cats has, right? So what this uh, what this solution is not going to be is going to be we're not focusing on 
the, the complex scheduling, right? Employee scheduling and the industry specific scheduling and those highly mm -hmm. complex things that that is that's kind of out of scope for it because it's not that's really not what we're looking to do. That's that's where we have our solution extension partners who that's what they do. That's their bread and butter stuff. Um, what we're doing mm -hmm. is providing the, the the HR suite thing, which provides the most important uh, features and functions for a majority of our customers. I said that white space thing again, where they just want to be able to have a stronger uh, timesheet with more flexibility in order to get people paid and, and, and meet their requirements. So whether it's their um, their local and regional requirements, their, their legal requirements and compliance and reporting. And so the, mm -hmm. we think that we have a, a good plan to do that. I yeah, that's, uh, oh, sorry, sorry go, go ahead, ahead, Becky. No, go no, I was to say, I've, I've actually gotten to see um, the anticipated roadmap, you know, from now out until 2023. Um, and it's extremely impressive. It's probably one of the most well thought out roadmaps I've seen for development. And it's, it's, you know, different releases containing different components of functionality that will essentially just envelop uh, additional customer sets. You know, this was a particular need. Let's add it in at this milestone. Now additional next release an additional set of functionality that other sets of customers will need and now we can just envelop those people you know into this particular time solution so it's it's an extremely robust roadmap i thought paul and well thought out with milestones along the way um, and i think that's something um that you guys have published out at least anticipated milestones for the next you know, year or so, mm -hmm. um, so that people can start evaluating this as a tool and, and seeing if and when it will meet their needs. Exactly. Thank you. And I'll, I'll pass on that, that to the product management team because I can't take credit for that. Um, but yes, and I, I think that they've they put a lot of thought and effort into this in terms of just um, being a logical roadmap, whereas not just throwing things up there that's going to say that please customer with a oh shiny thing that they definitely want to want, want to have. It's a logical uh, engineering based roadmap. We, we will build this first and then based on that, we can build that on top and build that on next. So I, I, I agree. I think it's it's been well done and a lot of thought has gone into this. So, so you're addressing then localizations, right? So, because you know, different countries have different requirements. I know in the U.S., I hear FMLA compliance for some things, and then in Brazil, I know there's vacation scheduling. So, that's on the roadmap too. So, customers can anticipate some some localization too. Well, localization is what SAP always does very well, right? Globalization, localization stuff. That that's something that's our bread and butter. That's what we do always do, and that that's not going to change. Specifically for things like FMLA and of course some of the more complexities in Brazil, that's not on the immediate roadmap. I mean that is again that is more of a, a uh, of a niche. Uh, I say niche; it's not really the right word for it, but it's it's um it's a local and specialized thing. And that's where again, some for FMLA for example, that's really kind of where the solution extensions can can plug that gap at this point. Got it. Um, but um, yeah, but also, but in terms of you know legal changes, um, vacation schedules, accrual rules, all. The of those legal things that you can build in uh, a lot we can deliver and an arrest can be configured um, within the time tracking solution right so I, I think we're up to 18 countries now steve actually and, and this yeah. last yeah. release had functionality for the us and canada which was really helpful that's okay. good so we'll put a link to that roadmap then in the podcast notes for people to to find so right. what, what i would find interesting you you um 
talked about cats uh, feature parity. How you see it to compare with the like on-premise time evaluation? So I find this very difficult to compare because they have so different philosophies, right? In the on-prem, it's more like a macro language. You call it configuration, but you could also call it coding in the way the schema sure, like yeah. in payroll. And here we have like fixed features, but then we have these generic rules. And unless you've really done it, it's difficult to know what can I actually do with them? Can I do the same I could do with the old solution? So how do you feel and when do you think that say 95% of customers who are using the on-prem could do the same in, in the new solution? Oh, if I knew the absolute answer to that, I'd definitely be uh, playing the lottery right now. Um, uh, it's 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 it, uh, you're right, Sven. It's it's a huge topic, and it's so difficult mm. to sort of. Uh, I wish I could give you an answer to that one. It's really uh, it's a hard one to, to answer. I mean, one of the things that we like to talk about as well is because you know we have a, an, an evaluation engine that's kind of real time and it's very quick, and sort of you can see the results straight away. So there are things that we have that are you know better than Cats. Um, but again, Cats has been around for what 40 years, and it's uh, 30, 40 years, and it's 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 basically does everything, and it's 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 across all areas, you know. Uh, finance and supply and supply chain, all those things that, that, that come into play with cats. Whereas we're, again, going back to that, we're focusing on the whole, the payment part of it, getting people paid um, and getting them paid on time and accurately mm. and the HR side. And that's that's where we feel we should be playing. I mean, that that's what we're looking to do. Now, obviously, down the line, we want to sort of bring in a lot more of that functionality. But uh, uh, right now, as I say, we're trying to give have a situation whereby we'll have for that white space customers who don't need the the heavy lifted cats. And I, I was wary of bringing up cats because it's such a um such oh, a but everyone topic. everyone asks about it though, Paul. That's that's the main thing, coming, right? So yeah, we got Alex. It was on my list. I was going to bring it up, but you beat yeah, me to so it. So let's bring There's it in. There's a lot of confusion there. between what cats is as a cross application timesheet capability yeah. and getting yeah. people paid, right? Because yeah, cats sure. has yeah. all of these non getting people paid use cases. And if you think about yeah. when it was developed, uh, it was developed you know, from the finance perspective uh, of, of how companies run their business effectively, not just the HR and payroll uh, area getting people paid. So there's all of these really core business functions that CATS creates, but in that kind of um, strategic, it's kind of how we build our product for customers who are on um, on-prem HCM moving into the cloud. When we look at feature parity, we're not, we're not building, we're not paving the cow path, uh, doing things the same way we did. Um, benefits is a good example. I mean, we create these global benefit patterns within Employee Central, um, and then those patterns can be adapted for um, you know myriad use cases, right? Um, and mm -hmm. time is going to be the same way. So it's not going to be, or time is the same way. It's 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 really we're wanting to build the structures so that uh, our customers can have control. And frankly, agility, which is what the mm -hmm. which is what the cloud should deliver to begin with. So, to your point about you know it could really be called coding, that's no good anymore. You don't want to. We, we don't need a, a six week project to add a, a wage type or a, an, an hour calculation. We we want it to be a configuration of a couple of of uh, you know radio mm -hmm. buttons and maybe reused some you know some type of thing that's reused from something else or a pattern that exists that we just modify. And that's a significant difference. That's why when we say we're building, you know, I think a common thing of amongst all of our products is we want to build 80 plus percent of the functionality. Um, and to us, that's parity because the rest is configurable by uh, if the end user. 
which is again mm -hmm. a pair the paradigm shift from on-prem to the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. And what you've described described essentially there, Todd, is, is the profile, right? It's the it's the employee time profile. You know, that that's what that's what we have with the and it, it's configured rather than, than customized or coded. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and other time systems work that way too. And 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 that's just you know, they were more modern, I guess. You know, when was when was CATS built a long time ago? When was time management, time evaluation built? long time ago, um, you know, and so you, you take these opportunities not to redevelop exactly what you have, but to develop the next generation. And and like you said at the beginning, Todd, that's quite an investment. So, um, and then also I think, you know, just, I would say, you know, customers need to have some realistic expectations too. What, you know, what they see in the first release of, of time tracking is not gonna be what they see a year from now, right? Because I mean, you're you're hitting the ground running. You've got a whole roadmap of things you're going to do. Um, so, you know, I, I caution people when they look at roadmaps. First of all, don't make a snap judgment right now based on what you see right now. But then also, you can't necessarily plan on what SAP says will be in place in a year because things change, right? And that's just how roadmaps go. Um, I mean, every time you present a roadmap, you always have the disclaimer: "Hey, don't plan mm -hmm. on this. This could change." So, but what you can plan on is that you'll continue to invest in it. And I think that's the major message there. Definitely. And again, yeah, we always have this for safe harbor statement that roadmaps can change. I mean, look at the world. What Look what's happened in the last six to 12 months in the world as well. Yeah. Things change. Businesses have to be um, agile and go back to what, what Todd was saying. So agility is very important. We may have to change to move things up. Now, things can things on roadmaps can come up as well as 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 maybe get pushed back, and mostly it's not necessary. It's not necessary for investment reasons or lack of capacity or will to do it. It could be that other business things have have taken over, and the customers sure. need them. That's yeah. more important. So there are many reasons why things could slip on a roadmap. But again, also some things can be can be pushed up as well because they get they become more important than based on customer requirements. I mean, that's that's yeah. the real thing that we always want to look at is just, a, and with uh, with the agility of cloud delivery, we can probably switch those quite quickly. So again, mm -hmm. your point is very well taken. Look at roadmaps, use them as a guide, um, and but don't look them, uh, they're not written in stone, um, but they are definitely a plan of what we plan, what we want to do and what we want yeah. to deliver. And also as a customer, if you see something, well, if you don't see something on the roadmap that you really want, I, I encourage people to give SAP that feedback and, and Todd, I'm sure, and, and Paul, both of you guys might get some feedback from the podcast once people look at the roadmap and they say, well, where's X or where's Y? You know, and I say, you know, give exactly. them that feedback I and mean, that's what it's for. Exactly. So, um, and just, just to touch on that, we do um, have a, a robot influence.sap.com where you can go to, to um, not only to submit your ideas, but also to vote on other ideas, which is very mm -hmm. important. You don't want to, you don't want to dilute the, the, the idea by, by 10 people submitting it. Look to see if your idea is already done and vote for it, because once you get above a certain threshold of votes, um, you know, it really gets, there's a workflow that kicks off and product management gets that and go, oh, okay, look, this is getting a lot of traction in the market. People want to want to see right. this. So I encourage people to go ahead and do that in the last release we had uh, a couple of things that were that came from that that came from the influence tool so around the um, um, the team absence calendar for example there was a lot of enhancements we did there which was based purely on on somebody suggesting that in the in the influence tool and a lot of people going great idea simple as just yeah. like uh, Facebook like oh click it click a like and vote it up and and then we get to you get to see that so it definitely nice. it is looked at I definitely want to encourage people to use that tool okay 
So, Paul, you were talking earlier about uh, integration with time clocks, which is great. I know that's been wanted for a while. Uh, what about integration back to S4 finance, um, integration into third party payroll systems, integration back to EC payroll? Because, you know, time collects a bunch of data, crunches it, and sends it off to other places. So, you talked about getting the data. What about finding the data? Yeah. Um, Integration to EC payroll is uh, will be uh, part of time tracking that that is um, built in. Um, so okay. that that is there um, for on-premise payroll, and that is that is roadmap as well. That is um, being looked at right now. So currently, um, and again, go back to what we just talked about roadmap. Look at it because it's uh, right now the integration is into uh, employee central payroll. Okay. And if I wanted to tend to integrate out or send it out to ADP or some other provider like that, then that's an integration that I would be responsible for at this point. Uh, yes. Todd, did you have any more information on that? But that's that's my understanding as um, from there. That's it. Yeah, that's good. It. I want to make sure I'm right sometimes. So uh, Todd, Todd is a good person to bounce that off of. Well, again, he's, <laughs> never, he's, never, he's never shy about telling me when I'm wrong, so. Uh -huh. Is there a plan to work with the likes of uh, Workforce Software and Kronos and Atos to use uh, success factors time tracking for TNA and and their solutions specifically for forecasting and scheduling and have an integration at, at that point. Um, we haven't really discussed that specifically yet with them, um, but I'm inevitably as part as, as our valued partners, that will be something that we'll be we'll be talking with them about. Obviously, I mean, we we talk to them and we will be talking to them about um, how we do the integrations. Obviously, there's integrations are how we're improving those integrations between Employee Central and their solutions are always a topic and how always topic of, of discussion for improvements. So yes, this will be um, one of those topics. And I think okay. I, I think I'd take this opportunity to double down. You know, we see the need for um, our solution extension partners in a time space um, maybe going on for quite a while, right? Uh, and it's not really uh, because you're waiting for our roadmap to complete um, necessarily, but they're they're focused. And in many cases, I, I was a, a leader at Kronos for a number of years, and you know. They had hundreds of developers working on this every day for the last you know 30 plus years and in, in, in Kronos case specifically. They do some things at, at that high level of complexity that we're not likely to do um, and mm -hmm. not likely to do in the you know two to three year time frame. So um, between optimized scheduling, I think that's uh, that's a no brainer that goes um, directly into the Kronos workforce uh, autos the, that you know that metaphor. Um, so, th so there's a coexistence strategy uh, that really is to the benefit of our customers because it's a, a, a much smaller niche that's going to need that higher level of service from the, from the time vendor. Um, and we're trying to cover, it's kind of the 80-20 rule. We're, we're trying to cover 80% of the customer's demands uh, from a functional perspective for time in the cloud. Um, and then, uh, it, you know, the rest would be handled by our solution extensions, which is our solution extension policy to begin with, or kind of that, mm -hmm. that go-to-market strategy. And I, I want to say one other thing too, because I think it's important. You, my other job, uh, the other you know, kind of what I do all day long, is the go-to-market lead for HXM Move, which is the um, the up, renamed and rebranded and uh, reinvigorated upgrade to success, right? So reinvested upgrade to success, where we have a specific investment made by the board um, to do a, to do a few things. One of those things is time is the SAP time tracking. Um, uh, solution, right? So it's mm -hmm. this is incremental 
a, a fairly significant incremental investment that didn't we didn't move things around. We hired a bunch of new people, and of the four things that are part of that uh, that reinvestment, uh, time tracking is the first thing that we did. So um, we're actually um, a couple of releases into this invigorated time tracking uh, solution and roadmap. And what I think is exciting about that is we spent a lot of time uh, talking about roadmap and vision. Um, and then what happens in the field, you know, it's, it's different sometimes because of changing priorities. But you will see the things that we've been talking about for the last couple of years being delivered in the next couple of releases. And this is the most exciting thing for uh, you know, for our field, for our customers, um, for me and Paul and Franz and and the folks that work um, with time very closely. Uh, I mm -hmm. think people will be very excited about the, the kind of functionality you see in the roadmap um, and that it's imminent. It's, you know, we actually have seen the functionality working. Um, it's in beta, uh, you know, it's out there with, with select customers. So that's that's an exciting, um, I think. Yeah, that's great. It's in the, in the way we're presenting roadmap for time. Mm -hmm. It's really exciting. I remember, I think I've been doing workshops on, on EC time since 2016 that ended with, that doesn't look too bad. Tell me when it does uh, clock time <laughs> integration, right? So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can't That's wait. The, the, one thing, the one thing that has come up a lot from, a, maybe it's a European thing, is that we've often seen things work on a like week basis, but not on a month basis. You show this and people say, ah, oh, that's American stuff, right? Tell me when it works with months. Um, is, is that still going to be that you first focus on make it work on a weekly basis and then look at like a monthly timesheet uh, uh, or coming, when is it uh, uh, 2020 or will like there being equality agreement between weeks and months. Yeah, that, that we are looking into that. We're putting, um, there's some work going on and it's on the roadmap in terms of getting that done. So we can, um, you can basically have the, the where it would it be a two weekly, um, bi-monthly or monthly, um, because obviously, you know, you've got federal governments every two weeks, you've got um, a lot of things in, in America, it's every two, every, every, twice monthly, um, and then you've got monthly for a lot of Europeans, so, and, mm -hmm. and weekly in some cases too. So we want to add that flexibility. That weekly, is, yeah. yeah, that is on the roadmap. Excellent. Mm -hmm. well, one of the things I wanted to ask about on the roadmap, uh, because it's of particular interest to me and some of my customers, is about that punch in, punch out, and specific to mobile functionality, because I think that's going to be huge for folks. And then I think at some point, there's been talk potentially about a soft clock to clock in and out from the home page of success factors. I was wondering if you had any insights into those topics. Yeah, definitely. And, and thanks for asking. That is definitely that's on the roadmap for next year. Um, for the second release of next year is the, is the plan right now. So um, that would be mobile and on the web. So um, initially um, with the with the May release, we'll be looking at having um, uh, integration um, with clock terminals. So and that would mean that the time admin user would be able to uh, obviously have a dashboard for that and be able to check those uh, punches in and out could to actually do that on behalf of an employee. Um, an example if an employee forgets to, to punch out, um, that could be done from 
from the terminal from from the uh, success factors to, uh, time tracking all of that is planned for the may and then for the november release we're also then looking at the mobile version so the employees themselves could use the mobile version for for punching in punching out so very excited about that as well in terms of and that would be part of the success factors mobile app it wouldn't be separate it would be within that so th that's going to be huge i think um, very exciting and i think that's going to move the needle, needle a lot for a lot of customers so mm -hmm. too. i think so too for sure. yeah. Yeah. When you roll these pieces out, I know prior to that, you have some groups of customers that you work with kind of in a, a restricted version or a beta version, if you will. Um, is that something where you would, you know, solicit participants to participate or do you kind of select them based on work you've been doing with them in the past and, and who might be a good fit to, to enter the trials, if you will? It's a little bit of a both of those because um, yes, because we do we 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 open up any customer who wants to take part in either a beta um, or a restricted availability, and there's subtle differences between the two. We don't need to go to, but um, we would ask that if they can happily join. Um, but there are certain criteria that we set in order for them to be able to uh, to take part in that, and that's that's the same with any kind of beta program. Um, mm -hmm. Essentially, they need to have certain criteria. So yeah, product managers running that right now, and yes, we are still open for any other customers who are still interested in doing that. Um, we have we have several customers already, but uh, more the merrier is the view on that one. So um, yeah, you can get in touch with me um, if you're interested and I can put you in touch with the, the correct people in product management and um, get, get them involved with that. That would be great. Excellent. Paul, is there anything else that you wanted us to make sure we cover? There's one but, thing I wanted to mention yeah, that we I didn't. I'm, I'm sorry, Todd. Uh, okay, no, I'll, I'll just... I'll be very brief. Um, even though that we are, we are a lot of this focus is on time tracking and timesheet and all of that new stuff and the new solution. Um, there's still going to be a lot of investment in Employee Central time off. So all the time off solution, all of that stuff is still staying within Employee Central. And there's a lot, there's also a, a very big and aggressive roadmap for time off as well. So it's not like we are putting all the moving everything over into the new solution. If you are only using time off and you don't need a timesheet, if you just have sort of white collar salary employees that don't need to do their time every week, but you're using time off as a lot of our customers do. I think um, what was our latest figures of that? We have some like a 4 million time off customers worldwide. Um, mm -hmm. That That's not only is that not going to change, but that's going to get better and better as well. So, you know, okay, there, there's a lot of investment coming within Employee Central for the time off solutions and all the absences. Okay. Just wanted that Good to, to be know. clear. And I, I do want to point out that I'm doing a webinar for customers on December the 16th at uh, 11 Eastern, so 8 Pacific, um, which would be 4 o'clock UK, 5 o'clock uh, Central Europe time. Um, so, and that's going to be talking a lot about um, our strategy around time in general, um, and also some of the things we discussed here today. And maybe we'll go into a little bit more detail on some of the roadmap as well. So that is um, so customers can can go to the community right now and uh, and register for that. So it's 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 on the sixteenth. And I'll put a link to that in the podcast notes. And if someone's listening to this after December sixteenth. Um, there's going to be a recording of that, so then okay. people will thank be able to, to check that out too. So, yeah, so I guess you. you know that's a that's a good next step. Um, Todd, what do you think are some good next steps too for customers who are wanting to take this further and maybe figure out how it applies to them and what it means for them? 
Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And that's what I'm hearing from, that's the question I'm hearing from customers after we do a briefing uh, around SAP time tracking. And I think what we're spending a lot of our time on is is really enable, enabling our ecosystem, you you know, you guys. Um, mm -hmm. and, and because we, you know, with HXM Move and before that upgraded, because we spent a lot of time focusing on kind of one-to-many enablement. And now it's time to really sit down with each of our customers and create that a specific calendared roadmap, you know, Mm -hmm. this incremental functionality when is that coming and okay that's next november let's let's create a um an implementation strategy and a roadmap for you customer xyz mm -hmm. so that's where our ecosystem like you know folks like you guys can come alongside our customers um, and deliver that content that's why we're spending so much time um you know kind of uh, with our yeah. ecosystem in enablement yeah, yeah, because every customer is going to approach it from their own perspective, right? And from their, with their own requirements, and you know they have different needs, and um, yeah, and you know that's exactly uh, why consultants like us exist. Fortunately, right yeah. All right, uh, Todd, um, Paul, thanks for all your your information for hanging out with us on the podcast, and uh, I, you know providing all this value to the listeners. I think this is this is great. It's one of the um, I think biggest things to come out for for quite a while. A lot of customers have been looking for it, so um, I I kind of envy you, but I kind of don't because I know that it's going to be uh, you're going to get a lot of feedback as you know as this first comes out, and you're going to get a lot of requests and a lot of attention. But it's good. It's because people want it. It's because you're doing some important work. So, so thanks for that. Yeah, well, thank, thank, you. thank you very much for inviting me. It's I'm um, very happy to, to discuss it, and um, yeah, it's yeah. going to be. I've got some job security. Um, Todd and <laughs> no, I are right now, so uh, yeah, a lot to do. Yeah. So it's, it is it is exciting. It will be a lot of work, but it's it's good work. So thank you for that. Maybe we can have you back on, you know, um, yeah, mid middle of next year or so after that uh, first release comes out, and we'll talk about uh, you know where it's going at that, at that point. Yeah, right. well, we'll be looking forward to talking about what we've done instead of what we're going to do. Exactly. I like that. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.